This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Dr. Squatch, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Promo code I'm Fat 20 for 20% off orders of $20 or more. Team Hochberg, 855-56-David56, david.com for all your mortgage needs. And Mazda of Orland Park, call Eric at 708-444-3200. I am Recamp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, Jay Super Bowl 55 is in the books. They're presenting Ugh. the trophy right now. The Tampa Bay Bucks won 31 to 9. Very few people are wearing masks on the field. We're never going to end the pandemic, but go Bears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was a, yeah. That was, boy, oh boy. I had a lot of things I thought could happen in the Super Bowl. I did not think the Chiefs would just get their asses pounded for three, well, more than three hours, seven hours, I guess it would be. Dude, I, I'm telling Good you, that Lord. Was, yeah, that, that was the only scenario that I didn't really take seriously. Yeah, I, that was like uh, I thought if there, if there was a blowout, the Chiefs were going to blow out the Bucks, and then we were wrong. <laughs> we were very wrong. I think everybody was pretty wrong about that. Patrick Mahomes just running for his life, but oh, oh my God. Oh, Tom Brady, man, what can you say? Love him or hate him? You, you, there's no more argument. No. Shut up. The answer's Tom Brady. Thank you. Good night. I'm assuming he's going to win the MVP. I'm no longer watching. I was very uh, happy to get the I'm Fat podcast rolling because I have some thoughts about my evening. I'm sure you do, too. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod, Instagram and Facebook the same at I'm Fat Pod, Patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. We have our T Public shop. There's always sales happening at our T Public shop, so keep your eye on our social media feeds. Best thing to do, hit that link in our social media bios, that link tree. That'll take you everywhere you need to go with the I'm Fat Podcast. And as always, rate, review, subscribe. Those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts are worth their weight in gold. I guess online reviews don't weigh anything, so that was a bad cliche to use. But, you know, they're very, very valuable for podcasts. And then, you know, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, all those little tricks that help us out. And, of course, support all of our sponsors that Rick already mentioned. So before we get into the whole thing, Rick, about our Super Bowl feasts, Mm -hmm. and mine was great. I have a million dollars for the person who can... Yeah, well, hold on. (laughs) I'm going to need investors to get there, but (laughs) I think when people hear my idea, they're going to be on board. If we can find somebody who can come out with some sort of pill to cure the overly full feeling because i am still full 
from the food I ate in the first quarter. And I think wow. the problem is I have been looking forward to eating all day. And I sort of like paced myself in the morning, had a small lunch, and then all the food came out right when kickoff started. And I ate so quickly that my body like couldn't keep up with me. And I, I was full for the rest of the game. So I need someone to to come out with some sort of pill or powder or ointment. Maybe Dr. Squatch can do it <laughs> that I can take and lose that full feeling, even if just for a little bit, because, oh, there's there's a sinful amount of food left over. And I'm I feel shame. And if Dr. Squatch does it, that pill will also make your farts smell like bay rum. <laughs> I hope so, because that's another problem I'm having this evening based on the thing I had tonight. <laughs> so, okay, so you, you're disappointed in yourself, and there's actually one item from the game we'll have to get to, too, a couple commercials. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. Mm -hmm. But So, okay, what, what was the spread like at Casa de Zawaski? All right, so as we've been doing throughout the pandemic, we have, like, our bubble of friends, and since we can't be together, we all said, all right, we're all going to tackle something. So me and Hope went to fry the coop. We got the lollipop wings. Everybody, all, the three families got 25 lollipop wings each. And then like a bunch of side, you know, we got like a big tub of ranch, a big tub of the um, coop sauce, all that sort of stuff. My friends Leah and Micah made uh, bacon wrap jalapenos. And then my friend Sarah, who's like a cocktail, Brian's wife, Sarah, who's a cocktail expert, made spicy pineapple margaritas. They were just absolutely unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And then everyone just dropped off their thing at the other people's house. That's cool. So it was, it, and Hope made buffalo chicken dip. So we're just pigging out, right? It's 5.30 comes or whatever, maybe 5.20, 5.15, whatever it was when we when the food was all done at the same time. And I just start, like I just fill my plate. I'm just like, bah! I'm like Homer Simpson, like a cartoon. And 10 minutes later, I was like, oh, Oh, <laughs> I just had it all too quickly and just could not recover. I couldn't recover all night long. I felt horrible. So we had 25 of those lollipop wings and they're big, but they're not huge. They're like a, a chicken wing and a half. Okay. Me, Hope and Addy ate them. We have 10 left of 25. We probably got seven or eight bacon wrap jalapenos left. We've got a whole ceramic pie uh, I don't know, pie plate of buffalo chicken dip left. I just had to tap out. I feel horrible. I feel like Patrick Mahomes tonight. You sound like a noob. I mean, you couldn't pace yourself. You probably it's probably a bunch of air in there as well. Well, yeah, because so, I was going. Yeah, <laughs> <taking> all the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that I feel was, shame. I feel I feel unqualified to be on the podcast tonight. To be quite honest. That hmm, that is really disappointing. That sounds like a delicious spread too, to oh, be so and good. and especially when you pace yourself like that, to try and to have all that build up. Because like for me, I timed my lunch so I actually had a bit of a later lunch so I could kind of stretch out the stuff that I have. Because I'm just like I'm by myself uh, tonight, mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, I'm gonna stretch this out a little bit. So, um, so I ended up getting a late lunch of Wingstop. So I got my wings in there so that I didn't have to, you know, do that myself. Did and you get the lemon pepper? I got lemon pepper. I got and I got the Cajun seasoning. I finally tried the lemon pepper. Yeah. It is maybe the best wing I've ever had. Dude, it's incredible. It's insane. It is. I could not believe how good it was. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm telling you. It, yeah, because like, especially when it like sits in that butter a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is that's living, man. It that is, and the Louisiana dry rub are, are all I'll ever need again. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I did. Um, and I may have gotten a lot of them too. Well, that's just, I mean, for, just for just for me. I uh, it's a Super Bowl. <laughs> I had uh, I had I had twenty wings. Nice. I it was a uh, twelve lemon pepper and eight of the uh, Louisiana dry rub. And then came home and you know, like in the ice. So I was good pretty much until halftime. I snacked a little bit. I had club crackers and I and with those club crackers, I had the bacon jam from our guy, Charlie, oh, the bacon yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Dude, Told that's you. a combo. <laughs> did you warm it up or did you see the cold? I ate it cold. I wasn't sure if you should warm it up because I'd had it in the fridge. So like yeah. when we got it from Charlie, it was it was all frozen, obviously. But so it had been in the fridge for a while. So it was mo it was a vast majority it was enough to be like usable. So mm-hmm. but it was still like on the colder side. But man, that stuff was really, really good. It's so good. And Charlie the Bacon Guy is our title sponsor. For March Fatness, which we'll tell you guys about uh, towards the end of this month. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, but we're happy to have Charlie as part of the podcast. But man, that bacon jam is awesome. I told you we had um, grilled cheese with it. Hope made a breakfast quesadilla with it. We've just been trying it with just whatever we have. Like, all right, try it on this. It's great. It's bacon. Like, how bad can it be, right? Right. It's tremendous. And I, I have not had it on a cracker yet, but I think cold is the way to go there. Yeah, yeah, in that context, yeah. definitely cold's the way to go. Maybe, like, if I'm trying to, like, go full optimized, maybe more of, like, a Ritz cracker would be better than, like, a club cracker, but I think we're really splitting hairs there. Uh, so I had those, then at halftime, I made myself up some pizza rolls. So, you know, of course, because mm-hmm. it's me, I have to stay on brand. And then I also went to Ju- <laughs> I went to the Jewels. And I and I got the uh, not the regular like bag of like what whatever it is like a dozen cookies or whatever or it's it's probably more than that the like three fifty bag of cookies yeah the purple bag yeah I got mm-hmm. the ones on top of that display that are like the big soft like chocolate chunk cookies that are a little more expensive and man having one or two of those to like top off everything that's good. That was like the perfect like final note to being like, okay, here's something sweet to kind of like wrap up all the savory. And then I felt good like transitioning from, you know, drinking beer most of the day over to like having water before doing this podcast. I'm very envious of your ability to pace yourself. And I think I just got too excited. It was like all my favorite thing. I love those bacon wrap jalapenos. My friend Leah makes them better than anyone I know. And the fry the coop obviously is a favorite and buffalo chicken dip is my favorite appetizer snack and it was just all at once and i just could not i was so excited to eat it i just couldn't slow myself down and i just could not recover the rest of the night i was just i just felt awful i just felt so full like you almost, almost the feeling of when you drink too much water mm-hmm. where you just can't like your stomach feels tight and you're like you can't recover that's how I felt all night, and it was bumming me out. But trust me, I ate my fill. I ate plenty of food. Okay. It's not about the volume. It's about the uh, how I wasn't able to sort of make it a whole game thing. I, I just blew my wad before the, before like the game was out of hand, you know? So that was 
ah, I'm, I'm very frustrated with that. But hey, I still got it. It was still delicious. So I, I can't be too upset. Okay, so something that I, I made sure to like put in our sometimes we'll put stuff in our text uh, chat that in our just text chat that we have mm-hmm. to so that we remind ourselves of stuff for when we get to the end of the week for the podcast. And I made sure to put in there, I need to talk about my feet of transportation and groceries, because I feel like for a lot of fats out there, especially if you live by yourself or you make solo trips over to the gro- whatever your grocery store is, this happens. Now, uh, between my wife and I, we go through a lot of water, like a lot of bottled water, because they say in our building, you know, older pipes probably shouldn't be drinking the tap water. So Mm -hmm. we abide by that. And I was figuring on going in and getting the pizza rolls, getting some sort of sweet where I got the cookies, getting some form of cracker and getting like a case of water because we were getting decently low on water. Well... Shockingly, I go to a grocery store and I end up with more things. So I end up walking out with two cases of water because it was buy one, get one free on cases of water. So you have to take advantage of that. No doubt. Plus, I got toilet paper because as we were there, I realized, oh, we need toilet paper. So I got a 12 pack of toilet paper uh, along with what did it end up being like either two or three bags of food. And this is parked in my parking lot, which, you know, gets plowed in the main driving areas. But within the parking spots, it's still pretty icy and slick. Yeah, I bet. So I brought all that in in one trip. Nice. (laughs) That's impressive. Yeah. What's funny about that is, is it lazy or is it not? Right. (laughs) Because you don't want to make the second trip back down. Right. But it's a tremendous feat of strength. Yeah. Because, like, I had to... Have one hand free enough. Now, I did the thing you're not supposed to do with your keys where Mm. like you kind of pull with your key. I didn't like doing that because I'm always afraid, you know, like you're always afraid it's going to like break off. Mm -hmm. But uh, but thankfully, obviously, it did not. So I was able to get upstairs without dropping anything, without almost falling or slipping on the ice, which that's what I was worried about most, because, you know, like at least normally you can like look at your feet. And be like, or maybe not some of our <laughs> listeners, but most people can like look at their feet a little bit. And uh, and I wasn't able to because of, you know, the two cases of water in the and the 12 pack of toilet paper. But I was able to get it all done. And I got in the door and I like just dropped everything basically and just like, Whoo. <laughs> All right. Like I would, I, it was really touch and go. So I, but I definitely utilized like leaning against walls when I needed to, but I got well, the it other- done and that's a feat. That is a feat. The other thing that, and I wonder about this, is the new water bottles now, the environmentally sound water bottles, which mm-hmm. are basically just like clear paper. There's just no basically. stability to them at all. So if you had those sort of waters too, your case is probably folding in half and the bottles are like collapsing a little bit. Unless you've got like a strong Dasani or Deja Blue, you're in trouble. You're not going to be able to, uh, you know, to, to to carry that up without, without trouble. And the... You know, sometimes the lack of stability from those things can cause an even bigger problem. Yeah, thankfully, these were ice mountains, so they were pretty stable. So I had that working and for I had that working to my advantage. So what I did is I had the two cases and then I put the toilet paper on top and then had the bags mostly in my left hand. So I could kind of use my right hand as much as needed. And by some miracle, I made it without killing myself or losing any of the food. 
that is always I love trying to get all the groceries in at one time. Um, and usually, you know, you go to the jewels or wherever and they got the handle bags. You just fill your forearm with bags. Mm-hmm. But then inevitably, I'm such an idiot that I'll fill one arm and then that's the pocket my keys are in. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> no, I got to put them down on the porch or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So what I, you, t- you gave me the little tease about this topic. And what I was expecting was like, how do you get your food home without it tipping over or whatever? And I have in my uh, in my Ford Escape that I drive, I have uh, my sister's old car, which is our our second car behind our our Orno, uh, Mazda Orland Park Mazda CX five. The seats in the Ford are real like tilted, mm. so I have an emergency roadside bag that I've actually never opened. It's just the perfect size to put on the seat to keep pizza flat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. That's basically why it's in my car. It's my keep my pizza flat, uh, you know, a seat leveler slash if I ever happen to get in an accident or, you know, get a flat tire, I'm also covered there, I suppose. But if it's under a pizza and I get a flat tire, sorry, I'm not moving it because I don't want the cheese to slide. Okay, this is where Jay gets mad at me. Oh, did you hear on Inside the Clubhouse this week we had on Anthony, I suppose I sure didn't. Hmm. You hear that? That's Jay being mad at me. Okay. Now that <laughs> after last week where I was just like firing off the awful puns, I figured I needed to get at least one in. So when you said that, I'm like, okay, we're going for it. I liked it. Okay. I just but I didn't. At yeah. the same time, you know, it's that's it's a, it's it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. That's a sign it's good. <laughs> okay. So there's a couple things from in the from in game in the Super Bowl that we have to discuss. Yes. Uh the first of all, the first of which is DraftKings had a prop up literally named Fat Man Touchdown of, I think it was if an offensive lineman scores a touchdown, it was like 16 to 1. And then if an offensive or defensive lineman scores a touchdown, it's 8 to 1. And we had a chance. Joe Haig on the Tampa Bay Bucks got a pass thrown his way. It was in his stubby fingers, and then a defender punched it out of said fingers. You know, there was just too much fat, not enough dexterity, and he uh, he dropped the pass, and he, he ruined his opportunity <laughs> to go down in Super Bowl lore as a fat man that had scored a touchdown. Oh, he ruined it for America, really. I mean, that, really that's did. that's I think he needs to reimburse everybody who put that bet down. And doesn't it feel like... And you're more of a stat guy than me. Uh, but anecdotally, when fat linemen are thrown to, more often than not, they make the catch because they know it's their moment. And you'll never see a fat guy more focused than when he's going to get the ball. Yes. I remember that I got a handoff in football practice once because I guess the team we were playing had like a big kind of a big fullback. So I was like the uh, you're going to pretend to be this guy in practice oh, sort of a thing. Guy. Right, so I was so excited I got the ball handed to me, um, and I I have never taken a handoff before, so I quickly fumbled it and was destroyed by fifty of my teammates. <laughs> it did not go. It did not go well. So uh, I've been there, but the excitement, the focus you try to have in that moment, uh, it feels like in the NFL most of those guys actually complete the catch. Definitely. So Joe Haig, we're we're disappointed at the moment, but. You know, take a few days, let it marinate, 
Enjoy your Super Bowl championship. Go get your favorite food, and I'm sure you'll feel better. That will help. That'll certainly help. And the fact that they just won the Super Bowl might be helpful, too. I mean, I guess, but, you know, he dropped, he <laughs> he ruined it for all of us. Now, one thing that was great for us. Yeah. Our people, we thought this was a possibility. We weren't 100% sure, but you're in the commercials, you're paying attention to the commercials, and all of a sudden, we see our guys at Dr. Squatch with a commercial in the damn Super Bowl, and so many people hit us up being like, one, holy crap, that's Dr. Squatch, the guys that you talk about every week with a Super Bowl ad, and number two, people were like, why did they not use you guys in the commercial, <laughs> which really is a fantastic question. Nobody wants the first one. No one wants to see me and Rick lather up. That's not a thing that you, anyone's you interested stopped in. After, you could have stopped after me and Rick. <laughs> that's, that's true. But so all week, and I'm sure you get the promotional emails as well because you uh, you order from Dr. Squatch mm -hmm. too. And it's like Super Bowl ads coming. I'm like, they're not really going to. like th This is out of their budget. Like Dr. Squatch doesn't have Super Bowl money. But apparently they did, and the commercial aired so immediately. I love how you and me are on the same page. Yes. <laughs> the IFAP podcast Twitter account almost simultaneously. Hey, you just saw that ad for Dr. Squatch. Enter promo code IMFAT20 to save on your order. Like Rick and I hit send at the same time. Like, you know what? I'm not going to delete one of them. I'm going to no. leave them both up just in case. And, you know, I made sure to put Dr. Squatch promo code in the in the tweet so if someone mm -hmm. looks it up on twitter they find it I, pretty clever i think before the show i checked rick we sold uh seven during the super bowl which is pretty solid so that's awesome. if you guys want to jump in on dr squatch and get in you know it's it's still if you jump in now you're still considered a hipster but if you wait any longer you're going to be a bandwagon guy and no one likes that dr squatch.com the promo code is i'm fat 20 you'll save 20 percent on your order uh but get some of that soap man today I got the uh, wood barrel bourbon. I used it for the first time. And this is a quote from my wife. She said, if you wear that, I'll do things to you. So if wow. you like things done to you by your wife or significant other or both, go to drsquatch.com <laughs> to fill up that cart and use that promo code. I'm fat 20, but it's not just soap. It's uh, shampoo, conditioner, beard oil, deodorant, toothpaste, everything you need uh, to keep your body uh, smelling and looking good. Dr. Squatch has your back. I'm telling you, if it goes on my skin, it's from Dr. Squatch. Literally, I use the soap, I use shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, and deodorant every single day. And if you try it, you will too. DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm Fat 20 All right, I had a bit of a food disappointment this week, Rick. Okay. As you know, I've been on a large Oreo kick. Just because mm -hmm. it's the perfect treat to keep around. The Double Stuff Oreos family pack, I just keep one up on top of my pantry. And whenever I just need that little hint of sweet, I grab four to five. Anyway, um, so I tried the uh, new promotional Lady Gaga Oreos. I thought Addie would be into them because it's like a reflective pink bag in there. Yeah. The cookie part is pink and the cream is green. So it's like Ultimate Warrior colors. Yeah, not so great. No, it I just kind of tasted like I heard they were basically golden Oreos. They were, but they for some reason, I don't know if it's the food dye to make the cookies the pink color, but it did something to the cookie texture. 
you know Oreos, they're definitely crunchy, but there's a little bit of a softness yes. that makes them like sort of easy to break so they don't just crumble. Mm-hmm. I found these to be very, very crumbly. And as they're a promotional item, they're not like bad. I didn't get a bad batch of them. They just came out. So a little disappointed in the Gaga Oreos. I'll just go back to uh, standard double stuff because that's the kind of guy I am. It's just just a basic a double stuff Oreo is just perfect, man. It's just it, a perfect cookie. It is. As much as, you know, uh, back in the day on the Spiegel and Parkin show, we uh, we tried all the different varieties. Yeah. It still comes back to the double stuff being the standard. There are moments yeah. where you might have a taste for a different variety. Maybe you want the mega stuff. That's fine every once in a while. But, man, the double stuff just always hits right. What's the one that's half golden, half original? Like flips or something? It's something like that. I don't that was my favorite. Name. That was my all time favorite, and I can't find it. I don't know if they, I don't think they make it anymore. That was my favorite Oreo. The indecisive Oreo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. The racial harmony Oreo. Um, <laughs> by the way, are you an SNL guy? Did you watch SNL last night? Um, I didn't, but I saw the I saw the sketch that was making the rounds. About the, the about the Super Bowl commercials. Uh, it was the no no not that one. Oh, I the, saw I saw the Zillow one. The Zillow one. <laughs> it's so true. Yes, it is. It's so true. But they did a Super Bowl. It was like James Brown and Cower. You know, uh, the cold open, mm-hmm. and it was how, like, how all the Super Bowl commercials were about unity, yeah. and it was really funny. And uh, it was uh, it, it really hit the spot. I mean, because you know every commercial was like a tearjerker yeah. in the Super Bowl. Uh, it was really, really funny, but, um, I don't know why I thought of that, but anyway, it was, it was funny. And, uh, the other Super Bowl thing I wanted to mention was a Cheetos ad. Yes. It, that was to me, I'm pretty, yeah, that and Dr. Squatch are my favorite. Very good. The, the, um, the, uh, four seasons, uh, landscaping one was pretty good too. Oh yeah. (laughs) That one was that one. Oh, there was one more. What was the other one that was really good? Oh shoot! There was one. There was one really early. I'll look back in my tweets and see if I can find it. Anyway, okay. Um, but Mila Kunis, this came up. Oh. There was a tweet. The tweet that was making the rounds um, about a month ago, and it said, Who, "What is the best a person has ever looked on screen?" Reply with photos only. And anyone who knows me knows that, like, my favorite movie of all time is "It's a Wonderful Life," and the first time they show. Mary Bailey, who is portrayed by Donna Reed in the movie. The first time they show her on screen, I was probably in college the first time I saw it, and I gasped, like, oh, my God, that is a beautiful, beautiful woman. And I, I that scene sticks with me to this day, and every time I see it, I have the same feeling. I was reminded by the Cheetos commercial of that tweet because Mila Kunis, the first time you see her in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I've, I, I had palpitations. She is that that is like the hottest movie character of all time. She's just yeah, incredible in that movie. Yeah, she's she's just always been a favorite. And the fact that it seems like at least from public perception, don't actually know that like her and Ashton Kutcher seem like reasonably decent people too. Yeah, by, normal people. Yeah, and by yeah, and by like Hollywood standards, they are yeah, normal-ish people. Uh that always appeals to me and just the, the concept of the commercial was funny. 
The fact well, I thought like, Shaggy looked pretty good. Yes, I thought he did too. <laughs> like the fact that, you know, everything, it's one of those, I know I'm starting to feel old when everything is being mm-hmm. targeted for me. But man, getting, getting it wasn't me from Ashton Kutcher. Doing the accent was a little, but you know, whatever. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis doing that. And then Shaggy coming in at the end <laughs> was awesome. And just like struck the right chord. Cause like, I'm trying to think for me, that was... I want to say that was like middle school because that was like 2000, right? Mm, that was college for me, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're old. I'm correct. I'm getting there. I got a couple months before I hit 35, so I can still claim I'm in the earlier part of my 30s. <laughs> yeah, you're you're in your early 30s. Technically, you're correct. Yeah, you're correct. Just as Fair I'm right. in my early 40s. Um, the other thing I want to give credit to Mila Kunis for. And who am I to say, you know, I, I am before I even say this, I realize I'm being a, a douche about it, but props to her for just aging naturally mm-hmm. and not getting a ton of work done to try to maintain, you know, looking younger than she is. I, I think that she is there's very few actresses that just allow themselves to get old. Yeah. Like, I remember a couple of years ago, a picture surfaced of Kelly McGillis who, if you don't know, she was the love interest in Top Gun. And it's like, wow, look at Kelly McGillis. Look how crappy she looks compared to Tom Cruise. Well, that's what someone her age is supposed to look like. Right, yeah. Tom Tom Cruise is the alien human with all the work on his face that keeps him looking young. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not Kelly McGillis's fault that she's a woman in her 60s that looks like a woman in her 60s. That's how it works. That's how things are supposed to work. And everyone sort of shamed her. For looking the way she did. No, that's how she's supposed to look. Right. And I, I appreciate that Mila Kunis is like, you know what? I'm a beautiful woman and I'm just going to let it happen. Yes. So props to her. Yes, Big absolutely. And I know some people feel differently, but at least for me personally, speaking for just me, like all the work getting done and all that kind of stuff to me, it's just, it's not even that attractive. So it doesn't, I can't think of a single person who's gotten work done where it's looked better. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, help me out here, the girl's name from um, uh, um, Dirty Dancing and Ferris Bueller, Jennifer, oh, Jennifer Gray, yes. Jennifer Gray, got a nose job, right? Because mm-hmm. she had like kind of a unique looking nose. It was a little like maybe rounder at the tip than most people's. And she got like a normal nose and all the personality... Like left her face. Now she just looks like a like a replacement level human. <laughs> you know, I think the fact that she was sort of flawed made her more attractive. I don't know if I, if other people are like that, yeah, but sometimes the, the flaws are what. Are... Exactly. Yeah. Yes. All right. This has nothing to do with being fat. No. Although, so I apologize. Yeah, kinda. Although a lot of times the fat covers up all the definitive features. That's why hashtag we all look alike. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so true oh it's funny i was having a conversation with um a friend of mine from college today who uh we like had a thing um, um my sophomore year her freshman year and she very specifically has a type very specifically so so she sent um a picture of her boyfriend to myself and one of our other friends 
and uh, she said, who does this look like? And I put every person you've ever dated. And she's like, <laughs> and her response was, yeah, I've definitely got a type. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. And I was like, well, it's because you like guys that are just a little bit bigger. And maybe it's because, the you know, I mean, he's he's in better shape than like a vast majority of us that fall into this category so it doesn't quite qualify for him near as much but like yeah you know maybe for a few of us we had features that were different they're just covered up by fat okay i know (laughs) i know we got we got one more thing we want to get to before we get to uh voice or before we get to the fat line uh and i am gonna bring up hockey yes because our guy chalupa got his first professional goal yes he did for the rockford ice hogs um, congratulations to Matei Halupa. Whatever. Yeah. Missed marketing opportunity. It's Chalupa. Got his first goal for the Rockford Ice Hogs. So he gets an honorary. Way to go, Chalupa. We're proud of you. Many more to come and hopefully at the NHL level. But guess what? The Hawks, they might not need you. They're just kicking ass and taking names lately. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird that like they're not good, Rick. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to this on the Madhouse podcast if you'd like to listen to it. They're not good, but they're competing. They have no business competing in the games they're competing in. So that's exciting, and it's encouraging. Anyway. Are they like the team that is competing well against good teams, and then when they play other bad teams, they look like crap? No. They're they're competing against everybody. It's weird. I don't know <laughs> how. Like I, I don't understand how this is happening. But they've had the reality is they've had some young guys become good quickly that maybe no one was expecting to be is, this good this quickly is, is one of them bodan bodan and kurashev and Suter have yes. like jumped up and been some of their better players right uh, away how about that i gave Look you bodan you. well it might be because i've cut highlights for a couple games lately but that's beside the point oh those are getting a workout on the station too aren't oh, they oh, lots dude. of hawks highlights getting played oh dude i mean that's like <laughs> hey i get every single goal and I get at least one cut from every single person that speaks. So when I'm well, doing it, I at least I only like slightly cut the corner. Well, I appreciate it, but you might as well just put blank audio in this system because no one's going to play it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we uh, time to get to the fat phone? Let's do it. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat to obtain a special dialing wand. Please mash the keypad with your palm now. We just have two voicemails today. If you'd like to leave us a message on the fat phone, 708-858-3314, 708-858-3314. Enter that into your contacts because those moments are going to come upon you very quickly and you're going to be like, oh, what's the number again? I got to call them. And then you're going to forget and then we're not going to have any content and then we're going to be mad at you. So call us, 708-858-3314. Lock it into your contacts. Now, first voice message comes to us from Pete. Hello, Fats. This is Pete from Crystal Lake. So I take the uh, advice of Rick where you dump the evidence in a secure location where your significant other will not be able to find it. Well, the other thing that I do is because my significant another, my significant other, easy for me to say, and I share a bank account and credit card with her managing both of them, I cannot go to restaurants unless I have cash. Mm. So when I have cash, Mm -hmm. I go through the drive-thru. 
and she's none the wiser. Love the show. Goodbye. That's good. That's tough, man. That's 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 that is that is quality deception right there. <laughs> Can you get a burner credit card? Like if you're a drug dealer, you have a burner <laughs> phone. Can you get like a burner or maybe just get a um but you could just open a credit card that they don't know about. True. Or I'm you find endorse, a I'm not endorsing this, I'm just saying you could. Just say you had to buy gift cards for business associates to say mm-hmm. thank you. Ooh, and then just get good. yourself like, you know, 40 bucks a pop and just like let that last for right. a while. Right. It's you like, know? wait a minute. You're getting $40 of Wendy's for a business associate? What He's kind of got a family. <laughs> Look, I love how you and I go to problem solving this immediately because it's our biggest nightmare that this might happen to us someday. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like this doesn't happen to me because like we, <laughs> we just kind of decided to keep like our bank account separate. And we just like divvy up what we divvy up what we pay. I just hope just doesn't look at it, which I appreciate. Yeah, it's, it's very very good. Her lack of, her ADHD sometimes pays off for me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, next one here from John. Hi, uh, this is John. I'm from uh, Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, originally from Naperville, though. So I just wanted to leave a fat session. Uh, so last week I went to the Dunkin' Donuts out here. And I was uh, going through the, the drive-thru, and I normally get a, a sausage, uh, egg and cheese croissant. But uh, at the time, I was like, oh, hey, look, they have this thing called snack and bacon. So I grabbed some of the snack and bacon, bacon and then I grabbed uh, 10 munchkins for the kids. And so uh, I get the stuff from the order, and I reach back, and I, I give the bag to my, uh, my eldest daughter. And uh, I hear her go, wow, these these donuts are super yummy. So I'm like, oh, cool. So needless to say, we get home, and I realize that the entire time she's been eating my snack and bacon that I'm going to put on, on, on the sandwich. I'm gonna get, so. uh, anyway, super depressed. Kids are all happy because they get munchkins. Super sad because they miss my bacon. So a miracle happened, though, is as I'm dumping my sandwich out, appears another package Snack and bacon. The guy must have given me two, or I must have bought two on accident or something. But anyway, made my day. Uh, love the podcast. <laughs> now, here's my question. <laughs> you're, you say your oldest daughter, so she has to be old enough to know what a donut is versus what bacon is. My question is Was she in the backseat bacon wrapping munchkins? <laughs> <laughs> or it's either that or. Or she was smart enough to know that she had been given a gift in bacon and True. knew to lie about it so that there so that he'd be none the wiser. Either way, I totally approve. Yeah, that's that's really great. I've not had the snack and bacon because sometimes Dunk or Duncan's bacon is kind of mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, which I'm not into, but I'll try it. It's a bag of bacon. How bad can it be? Yeah, it really can't be bad. You know what also really can't be bad? If you have mortgage needs using Team Hockberg. That segue. Look, I, hey, professional. I go from something that's in the onion ring of honor <laughs> to our guy, David Hockberg. So if you need any better recommendation, I essentially compare David Hockberg and Team Hockberg to bacon. Let that marinate for a second. And while you do that, go to 56david.com and 
and or call 855-56-DAVID for all your mortgage needs. If you're thinking about buying a home, selling a home, maybe refinancing, or you're just kind of in the early thought process about how to go about doing these things, talk to Team Hochberg because David's one of the most respected mortgage guys in the business in this area. And he doesn't hire anybody that doesn't meet his standards. So if you're talking to David specifically, if you're talking to someone else from Team Hochberg, they know what they're doing. They have their principles and they're here for you because they know that, hey, if we provide a good service for our clients, they're going to tell other people and then we'll get more business. You know, honest business practices like we should all hope for in any walk of life, you definitely get from Team Hochberg. So there's a lot of complications with buying, selling a home, refinancing, all that stuff. And Team Hochberg tries to make it as easy as possible for you. So contact them, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. And if you're just kind of, you know, around the edges deciding if you want to get into this, one thing I tell people is on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., Home Sweet Home Chicago is on uh, WGN Radio. That's AM 720 for those keeping score at home. You can hear David talk about the industry, have guests on to talk about the industry and take your calls, get an idea of, you know, what advice he's giving people and then make the call to Team Hochberg from there. So one more time, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com and Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS 1124061. Rick? Yes. Is it time to ask the fats? We should. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat. With the fans. Boom, boom. I love that. God, Russ is a genius. Seriously. Like, <laughs> if for those that don't know the origin of that, I know we've told it once before on the podcast. Russ, Russ Matera, who is the production director for Entercom Chicago and specifically the score forever, started listening to the podcast and was and was like, you know, I think you guys need something. You need like a jingle or something going into Ascafats. And he just came up with that out of the you know off the top of his head and it's perfect and that's why russ is so good at what he does it's just perfect because the piano is like kind of shabbily played and then the the big boom boom (laughs) the Mm -hmm. end just totally makes it yeah it's perfect like like that timpani was played with finesse yes like for as much as the piano is kind of whatever the timpani is like professional and like i could see whoever it is playing that (laughs) a kind of a fat guy balding with like the 80s style prescription glasses right with like the second bar across the eyes you know sometimes not fat though okay that's one that's that's a little interesting is the the percentage of timpani players that are fat maybe a little bit lower than you would expect because sometimes you need a little bit of dexterity if you're rolling on like let's say you are rolling on the far left timpani and then you have to stretch all the way over to the right timpani because sometimes you can have three or four different timpanies with you at a time, depending on your setup. Uh, that's that's something that requires some dexterity. It was kind of like when I played steel pans and I would have six different steel pans that I had to reach between. There were moments where it was a little rough. And thankfully, I was in college and I wasn't quite as fat as I am now because I don't know if I could do that anymore. Fascinating. This one comes from Tim. Much. He's, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He said, hey, guys, discovered your podcast three weeks ago, and I'm loving it. Trademarked by McDonald's. I've lived for the past eight years in Colorado, but I grew up in Rockford, home of the world's greatest Mexican restaurant, Taco Bell. 
I added that myself. Yeah. And my previous sales territory was the Chicago area. I love hearing about all the places I missed from my days on the road in Northern Illinois. Curious if you've been to either of these, and if so, would love to hear your opinion. First is my home to go-to spot for all things fast food, Beefaroo. I would often stop for cheddar <laughs> yes. fries and Coke yes. on my way home from work. Second is one of my favorite spots that I was always trying to hit on a Friday, Captain Porky's in Wadsworth. <laughs> I would stop there to pick up fresh fish to take fresh fish to take home and cook over the weekend, but would have but would have to have a sandwich of fish and chips. They're fillet they fillet your fish, batter it, and fry it all to order. Oh man. Amazing. Oh, and they have tons of tons of other great seafood barbecue and great fries. Keep up the great work. That's from Tim. Uh two great names, by the way, Beefaroo and Captain Porky's. You know mm-hmm. you drive by either of those places. And it's going to be good. Now, remind me, Rick. Yes. Our guy, Matt Abaticola from The Score, old yes. score guy. Beefaroo was his favorite place, right? Yes. Him and Joe Dredge, because Joe Dredge, our guy, is from Rockford. Rockford. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rockford's own. So, yes, I have. Uh, it's been a while since I've been to Beefaroo, but I go out to Rockford every once in a while because, uh, you know, two of my best friends and uh, their son, who is my godson, live out in Rockford. Actually, not too far from Beefaroo. Beefaroo, oh, God, I'm going to forget the highway, but it's like you take 90, and then I want to say it's like, is it 39 maybe? It's something like that, all the way out to Rockford, and it's like where you get off of 39 to be in Rockford. Beefaroo is basically right there, and yeah, it's just like really, it's just solid fast food. Like, I don't know exactly how else to put it. It's like I said, it's been a few years so my memory isn't the best on it, but I remember being like, oh, okay. Like I was figuring, you know, Rockford and it was not going to be great, but you know, solid. I've never been to either, but they both sound fantastic. And if a likes it, it's probably good. Yes. By the way, do you see what he's been doing lately? He's been pre- he's preparing meals for people. Really? That's like his new side hustle is Matt will like prepare you a meal and deliver it in the, in the whole thing for you. That's which is cool. crazy. Always been a really good cook. So uh, we should maybe coming up here. We'll put him on and have him talk about it a little bit. That would be awesome. Seriously. So uh, if you follow Maddie on social media, uh, hit Maddie up if that's something that sounds like you'd be interested in. At yeah, Matt let me look up the. Uh, and he's got an Instagram uh, for it too, and of course I'm not gonna be able to find it because I just followed it. Um, I'll find it and I'll, okay. I'll tweet it out when I see okay. it. I'm sorry. Let me, go really to my, let me go to my first question from our guy, Russ, unofficial producer of the podcast. What restaurant has the best food smells? Ooh. First thought is Cinnabon. Does that count? Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking okay. like pretty much, pretty much anything outside of like big boy sit down restaurant. Like I'm thinking fast food or like quick sit down type places. I think Popeye's is a really good one. Popeye's is great. Yep. That's a really good one. Um, any like any pizza place is going to smell amazing. Yes. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of like a specific chain where I walk in and say that's the intoxicating smell of blank. Ooh, you know what's kind of the opposite? White Castle and Subway. Oh, yeah, Subway. Ugh. Yeah, you you have a you hate Subway with the fire of a thousand suns, and I appreciate that about you. I just look. I shouldn't walk into a Walmart that has a Subway in it and be like, "Wow, 
that place that bakes fresh, fresh bread is making this whole place smell like crap. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you're baking bread, it should smell good. Yes. It shouldn't smell like a... Never mind. I'm not going to say what it, should, what it smells like, but it's not good. It's not a smell that I like. <sighs> and your weird Jim Matt tuna. Get out of here, Subway. <laughs> Unless you're interested in advertising, I'm fatpot at gmail.com. By the way, my mind can be changed. Great guy, Jim Matt Tuna. God damn it, Rick. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) (sighs) Cinnabon. That's my answer. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of that, though, got an email here from our guy, Lance Levine. He says, once again, from the small world department, this Gloria Jeans exists to this day. At Harlem Irving Plaza. It's been there for decades, somehow surviving everything. If you missed it, I mentioned how I thought that the world's last remaining Gloria Jeans like recently opened in Homewood. Yes. Apparently, there's another one at Harlem Irving Plaza. And he says, in the small world part is that in my retail management career, I managed the Gloria Jeans store for years in Water Tower. They indeed have very good coffee. Congrats on the bacon guy. Can I still post about the tournament of junk in the fan group? Oh, please. Oh, please. I'll try the gross bagel ice cream if you let me. Of course you can, Lance. Lance runs a tournament of junk, and you should check that out, and he'll he'll post about it in the I'm Fat Podcast fans page. Mm-hmm. Always welcome, Lance. You are a, uh, a P1, as we call it, and you're always supportive of us, so why wouldn't we support you, too? Okay, this one comes from Vincent. This should go quickly here. <laughs> okay. Can fat guys wear skinny jeans? No. Nor should you want to. Well, let me say this. I found uh, about two years ago, they're not skinny jeans, but they're made by Lee jeans and they fit in a, I would say you've seen me in these. My black jeans are these jeans. They fit snugly and they look stylish, but they're super, super flexible. Um, So... They're not technically skinny jeans, but you can find jeans for fats that are designed to stretch and fit comfortably and still look stylishly. So they exist. They're just sort of hard to find. The ones I have are from Lee Jeans, and I I love them. I ordered a bunch more um, last week because I I had them only in black Mm -hmm. because I had such a hard time finding black jeans that were just the right color for me. They were either like really, really dark or they came pre-torn or whatever. So these Lee Jeans are called Premium Flex. Uh, and I just get the regular fit and uh, I got, you know, and they come in all different colors, but they were only like 35 bucks or something. So I got two pair of them the other day and I love them. They're super, super flexible, really comfortable. If you pull on them, they have like an elastic to them, but they don't look like that. And they're not elastic wasted. They just have that little give where you're able to wear mm-hmm. the more, I don't know what you'd say, like the more fitting kind of jeans instead of the big baggy jeans. Cause I think baggy jeans make us look fatter. I really do. Probably. I know they're more comfortable, but they, they make your ass look flat and like, I don't know. I think it just looks dumpy. So I found that when I wear jeans that are more fitting, even though they might sacrifice a little bit of comfort, I feel like I look a lot better. I don't know. However, with all that said, they aren't skinny jeans. So Good point. In, the, in the true state of the question, skinny jeans? No. All right. Asked and answered. Next email comes from our buddy, Charlie, the bacon guy. He says, hey, guys, you were talking about how Taco Bell ran out of chicken a few weeks back. And, well, you're surprised that there's not a machine or ordering system that just tells you when to order it without relying on a manager or person to do it. 
Well, you're right. That system does exist. However, the management still needs to push the button to order the product. Larger companies such as Taco Bell should have their system thoroughly hammered out, whereas my store, Schmaltz Deli, is still trying to get everything into a system. The system is called Restaurant 365. You can literally do inventory and ordering from an app on a tablet while walking around the building versus the old-fashioned way of writing it down on a piece of paper, going to the computer, logging in all different vendors, and doing your own price comparison, which is annoying enough. All that being said, both of you need to come try Schmaltz if you haven't already. Rick, you have no excuse with how close <laughs> you live. We also have a location in Wheaton, which is probably closer to you, and Lombard. I think I've listened to 11 or 12 hours of the podcast in the last few days while I do office work at the restaurant. Wow, Charlie, thank you for listening so much. Uh, good information, because yeah, Rick and I were sort of flummoxed. Like, how could a place like Taco Bell run out of a main ingredient? How is there not some system that tells you, you are low on chicken, order more chicken? Apparently that exists, but it's just a managerial mistake. What a surprise. Management screwed something up. <laughs> My column. <laughs> of all people i should write that column anywho uh, <laughs> we'll just beep that out yeah uh let's see this one from ryan this one's another quickie what's the best utensil to eat mac and cheese i do it with a fork same doesn't matter the shape of the mac and cheese it could be your traditional uh craft like elbow macaroni it could be shells it doesn't matter. I am going to use a fork. I also use a fork for ice cream. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't drip. It doesn't leak through the bottom of a fork. It's not soup. And you get less metal taste when you use a fork. Your bite is all ice cream that way. As opposed to the bottom of the spoon and then you taste the ice cream. Okay. Try it. Try it sometime. Okay. I, I, I see the logic. I'm not as offended as I was when you initially say it. I will try it, <laughs> but I don't think there's any way that'll ever become a regular thing for me. Okay. You might be surprised because I had the same idea. I had the same thought as you did. Mm -hmm. Like, no, a spoon is for ice cream and that's the end of it. Nope. I tried it with a fork and you taste way more ice cream per bite. I, think, I mean, scientifically, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes sense scientifically and logically. However... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well that's tough but fair um speaking of ice cream andy's frozen custard just opened by my parents in palos heights congrats and i want to say thank you to andy's for opening an ice cream shop in in january when they did so there's no line around the block because people are not craving ice cream had they done this in may or june i'd never be able to get in i went this weekend this week when i was getting my parents groceries i was the only person in line like, give me one of them freezers. I love those where they just take the custard mm -hmm. and they pour the pop in there. That is the greatest thing. I get the orange one, the orange cream, because creamsicle is one of my favorite flavors. Yeah. Right in, right out. There's one lady working in there. She's like, good to see you. I'm like, hey, you too. Thanks for this. This is my favorite thing ever. Oh, man. All right. I want another one of those. That place is amazing. Andy's yeah. frozen custard is so, so good. Dude, I, I drove by it last, the one in Glen Allen last week, and there were still at least six, seven cars in line. It's just really, yeah, it's just incredible. I, <laughs> I mean, should have checked it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> not much of a line. Because, man, like Andy's is expensive, but it's worth it. it oh, is, it's worth it. It is really, really good. Okay. I, I love the creativity on this question from Rock. Is risotto just a fancy name for rice-a-roni? 
Kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I can't really argue with that, to be honest with you. Yeah, and it's funny, for as much as I watch every season of Hell's Kitchen, because honestly, if there's Gordon Ramsay like, yelling things at people, I'm probably going to watch. Like, I'm just 100% that person. That he, he can do the same show, like, seven different ways, and I'm probably going to watch all of them, because I'm a simpleton. But I'm good with it. So, like... I, I and one of the things that's always on the menu in Hell's Kitchen is a lobster risotto, and it's like I get that it's fancy, you know, with the the rice and you got your lobster and whatever that it's got to be like the right amount of it can't be too soupy and all that kind of crap. But it's like no, it's pretty much just fancy rice aroni. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, I've got two this or that's. How about you? You got any this or that's for us today? Uh, I have one more quick question. Okay, cool. And I don't remember, I didn't write down who actually said it, so forgive me. This was from the uh, I'm Fat Podcast fan page on Facebook. Is a corn dog a meat Twinkie? As I said on the page, <laughs> meat Twinkie was my nickname in college. <laughs> um, <laughs> the answer is yes, by the way. I would think so. I, I mean, it follows the principle. It's just a savory version. Here's the th- Here's how you do it. You flip it, you reverse it, you say... If I said to you, you Missy Elliott, if I said to you, (laughs) what is a meat Twinkie? You would eventually get to the answer of corn dog. Yes. Like you'd have to, hmm. Like if someone's like, the term is meat Twinkie, what am I referring to? Mm -hmm. You'd get to corn dog really, really quickly. Yeah. Maybe a tamale would be another similar conclusion you could reach. Yeah. Or like a pre made pig in a blanket. But corn dog is the correct answer. Yes, absolutely. Corn dogs are amazing, by the way. It's something that I feel embarrassed ordering because doesn't it feel like a kid's order sometimes? Um, no, honestly, no. I, I have <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame. I really have no shame. Do you know who has a kick-ass corn dog? Hmm. Culver's. Really? Oh, yes. Culver's corn dog is awesome because when Addie was little, like she didn't want to, she wasn't into, bur- I'm talking real little, like two or three. Yeah. She wasn't into burgers or whatever. So she'd always get a corn dog. But, mm, let me see if that's too hot for you. And I'd eat half the thing before I gave it to her. Yep. They're really good there. And it's something I think a lot of people don't know it's there. That the other is, thing, by the way, with Culver's no is. Idea. Yeah. Oh, it's excellent. And I know you're not a big fish guy, but for Lent. Culver's comes out with the walleye dinner. I've heard it's fantastic. It is. I'm not kidding you. It's on par with something you'd find at like a supper club in Door County. Somehow they get all this amazingly fresh fish. It tastes like, honestly, it tastes like you're eating at a place that specializes in this meal. It is so good. And it's expensive. It's like Mm $15.99, but you get three or four really big pieces of deep fried walleye like beer battered walleye yeah and you get like two sides like mashed potatoes and corn or whatever you want man i cannot wait it's like i can't wait for lent so i could eat like crap and go to long john silver's for my second time you know twice a year (laughs) and get the the walleye from culver it's so good if you have not tried it try it that's for everybody not just rick okay all right, what are, what, are the, the, what are the this or that's we have? All right, someone wrote one specifically to me, and this is a dumb question. A free sausage pizza from Rosangela's right now. That's my Rosangela sound. Anytime I mention them, I got to hit that button. And same for you with uh, Steamboat Barbecue or um, what's the other place? Penn Station. 
mm-hmm. hit that button. And hopefully someday it'll be a cash register. Anyway, uh, that a free Los Angeles pizza right now or free Subway for a year. What you can give me free wow. Subway for life, and I would take one Los Angeles pizza over that. Stop yourself. <laughs> as our guy to, Doug Buffon would say. I was gonna say you're turning into Doug. <laughs> By the way, I have for whatever reason, I have Doug Buffone's funeral card in my car. It's just like in my dash. It's mm-hmm. been there forever. I think I maybe cleaned out my desk and just put it there and just haven't taken it out. <laughs> so I was stuck at a train the other day. So just like I need something to do. This train is stuck. It was literally not moving. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot the back of Doug's funeral card says put a fork in him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the greatest. That's awesome. It's so good. It's just so self-deprecating and so Doug. I love that dude. All right. And here's one from me. Rick, I had this thought this week. And this one, I don't know if I have an answer for you. This or that. Delis or bakeries? Oh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I know. This is very hard. Oh, okay. I'm hmm. I'm going to go with bakeries because okay. I feel like in the more fast food-ish world, there are better deli substitutes than there are bakery substitutes. That's the correct answer. Yeah, because it's like... If you said, "Hey, you can't get this high end," and mind you, we're gonna we're gonna make Charlie the Bacon guy mad by saying this, uh, but like, if I was told, "Hey, the best deli-ish type place you can go to the rest of your life is Jersey Mike's," I could get by with that. I could one hundred percent get by with that. Whereas, mm-hmm. there's something special about a deli. Or I'm sorry, there's something special about a bakery. And I don't know that there's a really good equivalent anywhere else. The childlike wonder that strikes me when I walk into a bakery. It's reminiscent of when I was a kid and I'd go into Toys R Us. It was just like like the most magical place in the world, right? That's how I feel now about bakeries. I talked about Calumet Bakery uh, over the last couple shows and how great their donuts are. There's a place in Payless Heights called Those Guys. Mm-hmm. d-o-u-g-h-s guys and my mom can't re- yeah my mom can't remember she's like, i'm going to doughboys i'm like what are you talking about you know doughboys like do you mean those guys oh yeah those guys she can't remember it for the life of her <laughs> uh it's like the boomer call it the jewels thing that we make fun of all the time yeah but got more like i just just like oreos i've been in a basic chocolate donut mood and those guys have tremendous donuts as well not quite as good as kelly my bakery but kelly my bakery has like a 40 year head start on them <laughs> so it's it's pretty good those guys is excellent um my other favorite chocolate donut by the way is wolf's bakery on 95th street i think that's evergreen park it's either evergreen park or oak lawn i don't know which side of the border it's on like for memory I just know how to get there right mm-hmm. um but those are my favorites but cali met bakery still the king but yeah i'm taking bakeries for exactly what you said rick i can find a replacement level deli sandwich at you know, I can make it myself, to be honest with you. There's no way I can fire up my oven and make a, a like a craft donut. There's no way I could do that. So I will choose bakeries. But I was just driving around thinking about that. Like, wow, if I had to sacrifice one, what would it be? And you sort of got me there. I think that's the correct answer because availability. That's really all there is to it. 
All right, before we wrap up the show, I want to tell everybody about our friends out there in Orland Park and Mazda of Orland Park. Go to MazdaOfOrlandPark.com or call 708-444-3200. Ask for our buddy, Eric Vates. He will show you the ropes. He'll help you find your new favorite car, a Mazda. I bought a Mazda CX-5 back in 2015. I got two more payments on that bad boy. Cannot wait to pay it off. But it's the best car I've ever owned, and I've owned a lot. Uh, really easy maintenance, super reliable, great in the snow and ice. I am a Mazda buyer for life. Uh, and, you know, I'll be heading back there maybe in a year or so when I'm ready to buy a new car. And uh, there's going to be the one place I go. I don't need to call anybody else because I trust the people at Mazda of Orland Park. I know Mazda is a great vehicle. And the best part about Mazda of Orland Park is their service. You make an appointment, couldn't be easier pull into their garage it's indoors it's warm you get out of your car you hand them your keys and you get your car back in a, in a few minutes uh and it's beautiful it's spotless and it's working perfectly and of course very reasonable and competitively priced go visit our friends at mazda of orlandpark.com again 708-444 ask for eric and anytime you visit one of our sponsors be it team hockberg be it mazda of orland park let them know you heard about them on the I'm Fat podcast because that helps us. Let them know we sent you, and uh, that'll be really, really beneficial. But uh, if you're in the market for a car, and maybe Mazda's not on your radar because it wasn't on mine until I talked to Eric, and uh, boy, what a great investment I made and truly the finest car I've ever owned, my Mazda CX-5. 708-444-3200, MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. All right, Jay, it's about time for us to get out of here it's cold across the country, so everybody make sure you're staying warm, which, hey, if you're fat, you're kind of doing that naturally. Uh, but also, make sure you're wearing enough layers just to be safe. Also, make sure to check out all of our sponsors, not just Mazda of Orland Park, but also Dr. Squatch. Promo code IMFAT20 on orders of $20 or more to save 20%. Team Hochberg, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. Check out all our social media pages at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com, the Patreon, T Public. Find those on our link tree. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Congrats one more time to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for Jay, I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. What's it doing? Designing my new 2021 Nissan Kicks Online in the Kicks Color Studio. I give each a special name. This one's electric blue, orange, red, white. I call it the gumball machine. You think it's me? I feel like you're more of a red velvet guy. Limitless possibilities. With over 100 million available color combinations and Bose Personal Plus system in the boldly new 2021 Nissan Kicks. Bose is the registered trademark of the Bose Corporation. Color combinations include interior and exterior colors. Customization is an available feature subject to availability at participating Nissan dealer. See dealer for details. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.